Hello, I'm Austin Shin, and welcome to a special uh, solo mini-sode that I'm going to be doing on the documentary Doomed, the uh, documentary on the Roger Corman-produced Fantastic Four movie. And uh, this is one that's kind of an addendum to our lost tapes. Um, we have, of course, covered it at length there, uh, the film itself. Um, for those who are unfamiliar, the uh, movie... Uh, tells the story of the uh, unreleased Fantastic Four movie. Um, I, I say unreleased in quote marks. Um, it's all over YouTube. In fact, I'm including a link to it with this uh, review. Um, so these are my thoughts on the documentary, which has been a long time in coming. I've been hearing about it for many years now. And finally out, finally on iTunes. Um, it's a cheap rental. It's um, I got it for 4 bucks, And... Uh, before I get to the movie, some thoughts on the uh, 94 Fantastic Four movie, which is a movie that has fascinated for me for many years, uh, at least until I saw it, and then it really fascinated me. Um, I, I love it. Uh, I love the 94 Fantastic Four movie. I love it unabashedly. I love it without reservations, and it's there's no irony in my fandom for this movie. There is no, well, it's cute for what it is. No, it's a good movie. It's a very well made for what budget they had and that's something that gets talked about a lot in the documentary the fact they didn't have much money for it um i genuinely believe it's a jack kirby stanley style movie um it really has that energy uh again you know they weren't working with much money but they tried they tried really hard um and so um i since i really enjoyed the film i was really looking forward to this documentary uh and I wasn't let down. Um, this is certainly one of the most fascinating behind-the-scenes stories uh, out there. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with it, this is probably going to be a little bit more of a revelatory film than it was for me. Um, I, I certainly knew a good deal of the stories walking in. Uh, there's not a lot that catches me off guard, but that's typically how it is with these documentaries. Um, it's more about actually listening to the people talk. Um uh, for this documentary, they got pretty much everybody on record. Um, Bern Dykinger, who was one of the people responsible for the shelving, or, or who at least is theorized to have been involved, is one of the very few people who does not speak, um, as does Avi Arad, who the documentary pretty clearly lays out was the man who pulled the trigger on shelving the film. Um, that's one thing that the documentary does do, is it does answer pretty definitively some questions, uh, such as, how did the film leak out? There's a clear junction point at which it probably happened. Um, and w who sh shelved it, it lays pretty clear who what happened. Um, I will say this. The documentary does kind of... It is kind of muddled in terms of what we uh, find out about, well, was it ever meant to be released? What was the story there? The documentary doesn't give you any firm answers, and that's because there probably aren't any firm answers. I'm of the opinion that it's a gray area as to what was ever actually planned. Um, I don't, uh, at least I definitely don't think it was automatically guaranteed that it was going to go on the shelf, but it, it's hard to argue that at the same time that this wasn't planned as a, a rough draft for something more, so to speak. Um, but again, that's, that's, that's really... Uh, putting them aside, and also Stan Lee very crucially does not speak. Um, Stan Lee comes off pretty bad in this, which, yeah, really, if you're familiar with Marvel history, is not shocking. Lee Lee isn't exactly a heroic figure in Marvel. 
history, if you really know the, the true stories, he's not the villain that he's portrayed as from some, but he doesn't come off well in this, is my point. Um, what, what makes this worth watching, certainly, is the fact that the director... Uh, the director talks at length. Uh, Ole Sassoon is a fascinating figure. Uh, he's someone who's really interesting to listen to talk. Um, the cast are interesting to hear talk. Um, certainly everybody who is involved in the major cast is in the film. Um, and they all talk at length. And they're, they are really interesting people to listen to. Um, they have a lot of great stories about the production. Um, a lot of people who were involved in the production, um, the editor is uh, Glenn Garland, is one of the people who gets a lot of time, and it's interesting. If you're someone like me who's really into the intricacies of how did these things happen, how do films get made, it's just interesting to hear about how this low-budget film got made. But at the end of the day, what really makes this film so interesting to watch is that story, that central story of okay, this was a movie that didn't happen uh that didn't get uh the release it could have and the movie makes you think about well why is that and as i said this is very much a special features documentary um i'm i'm not going to say that it's anything that is all that startling and it's definitely not a particularly cinematic documentary um compared to say best worst movie which is in my opinion a full-fledged film um and has its own stories this is definitely not this this is definitely an oral history on film um but that's fine with me i'm i'm interested in this um i do think it's an interesting story to be told um and as i said i like the fact that everybody talks um aside from the people who were responsible for shelving it and by the end of it you're not sure that you really want to hear their stories to be honest uh you're really not uh you, you hear enough to know that what happened, you understand why they did it, but the whole production of the film winds up feeling kind of icky. Um, the fact that it was ever made. And I do think that's what's so, so interesting about it, is that they had to have... It's pointed out at one point that all they had to do was have a film in production. They could have shut it down immediately. I want to stress, they went to the trouble of making an actual finished film, and there may have been some contractual language that required that, though it's not suggested that that was the case. I agree, it's probably most plausible that they could have finished the, that they could have just started shooting one day, and then at the end of the year stopped shooting, and they started shooting on December 28th, so really it would have been very easy to do that. They did go to the trouble of making a finished film, um, which is freely available on YouTube, and which looks finished. I mean, it, it, though you do also find out to some degree why it was that the film got finished. Uh, it turns out that everybody behind the scenes, certainly uh, Sassone and uh, uh, Garland, were working very hard to make sure that the film actually was finished, um, as was the uh, head of production, uh, Mark Sykes, who's a really interesting uh, guy to listen to. Uh, he tells a lot of good stories. <clears throat> I don't know. It, this, this is a story that it's frustrating to hear, certainly at times, because it is such a sad and depressing story at points. I mean, you see these people working so hard, how hard the actors worked, how excited everybody was. And then to see that it became what it became is depressing. And then you get to the YouTube leak, and it's like, and uh, the bootlegs that were circulating, because it didn't leak first on YouTube, of course, it leaked in 
underground prints showing up at comic conventions, and that kind of becomes the film's happy ending. Um, because it did reach people. Obviously it reached people. I'm sitting here talking to you right now about this film as excitedly as I am because I'm one of the people that got their hands on a copy and loved it. Um, again, I, I, I really do recommend this film. I, I For $4, I think it's a fantastic rent. It's well worth your money. Um, if you pay for $5 for the, uh, you know, or, or heck, if you go on ahead and buy it, I think it's worth it. I mean, I, I think it's that good. Um, Marty Langford, uh, who directed this, worked a long time on it, and it shows. This doesn't feel like a slapdash effort. This really does feel definitive. That's the thing that matters more than anything else at the end of the day. Because as I said, it's not a cinematic film, but it is a damn definitive piece of work. He got some great stories. He got some amazing material. Um, at 84 minutes, it doesn't outstay its length. It's just the perfect length. Um... It's long enough to have gotten the story told. I, Yeah, I'm highly recommending this. It's on iTunes. It's on, I think, Amazon. It's well worth your time. Um, I would put this head and shoulders above a lot of documentaries I've seen, actually, on film. As I said, it's not best worst movie level, um, but it it's definitely better than the uh, documentary I saw on uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau, which I... I wanted so much more from that than I got, and I, I didn't. Uh, this is this is it's satisfying. You really do feel like you've gotten the definitive story of what happened. And at the end of the movie, they do make a strong case for just going ahead and release it, finish it, let them get just the because there's a little bit of you know like, for example, there's some dubbing that's really bad in it. Well, let them make the polishes, get a good pristine print out there because all that exists now are second. 10th generation VHS versions, even the uh, YouTube versions that you see don't look that good. Let it be seen like it was meant to be seen. Um, yeah, this is this is, this is is well worth your time. My first piece of advice, though, is that before you watch this documentary, and again, I, I do think you should, watch the 94 film. It's out there. It's so easy to see. Don't even listen to our podcast. Listen to that after you've seen it. I mean, the order that I would put it is 94 film, this documentary, and then our podcast. But watch the movie. Just watch it, enjoy it, and don't watch it in terms of, well, this doesn't have $200 million for uh, effects. Watch it in knowing that it they only had a million and a half. And know that it was good. And the documentary is well worth your time. I'm, I'm really glad they finally got it out. Uh, it's definitive. And... It's definitely it's definitely worth your time. So yeah, those are my thoughts.